Good evening. So, this is um, an extraordinarily important topic that we're going to discuss tonight. Now, I mentioned last week that we're talking about Bitochon, about having trust in Hashem. So, it's possible to imagine trust in Parnasa, trust in certain areas, but tonight we're really going to start focusing on having bitachon, having trust in different aspects, in different areas in life. And really, um, the difference of living a life where bitachon, trust, is a reality, whether uh, it's in our personal health, personal finances, children, frustrations, uh, world to come, mitzvahs, is so crucial to being successful in Ruchnius, spirituality, crucial to our happiness, crucial to our success in many, many areas. So we're going to discuss what areas we're going to start on, but as we go, we'll see that these are all so um, pertinent, so germane to our day-in-day lives, um, and therefore, you know, the things we had discussed weeks, weeks ago, this is the main area we want to apply it to. So, So a person who believes in Hashem has to believe in Hashem for and trust in Hashem. Not be overly concerned and worried and lose focus is Shnei Minim. If a person has to trust in Hashem in things which are related to, connected to this world, and a person has to trust in Hashem, believe in Hashem, feel Hashem, be close to Hashem in things which are related to the world to come. We're talking about this world. There are things that are pertinent to this world. And things which are pertinent to the world to come. In Yanni have three things. Things which are related to Gufo Bilvad. We're going to be talking about our physical health and strength. Secondly, as far as getting food, having a paycheck, retirement, you know, being able to pay tuition, you'll know, be talking for that. Um, uh, you know, acquisitions. And Shlishi, in the third area of having Bitochon, in this world is spouses, children, relatives, oyavav, which are your loved ones, relationships with people, oyavav, enemies, right? people who are out to get you, people who are out to hurt you. Umishu, Mamaila, actually just uh, five minutes ago, before I walked in here, somehow or other, Talab Bitochon, uh, Hashem sent me the past week two crazy literally your hair can I don't know if you have a lot of hair <laughs> can be raised divorce cases like like they out to kill they're out to kill each other mamish out to destroy each other in the process they're shakting their kids like literally no holds barred um so um so one of these people trying to help, I said, just forward, forward me the email. Show, show me what I'm exactly what you're talking about. 
So he forwards me this email from his, from his ex. I'm going to destroy you. You'll never have a peaceful day in your life. Whatever you do, I'm going to get you. You'll never escape from me. See, imagine, like, this person's literally out to, to ruin you. You know? To ruin you. To, to, their whole focus, their whole aim is just to destroy. So how do you, you know, how do you sleep at night when you know somebody's there who's just lurking, thinking, planning, hoping to hurt you? And it's not going to be an Xbox. There, there are people in business like this. Go to police. Uh, uh? Go to police. What are the police going to do? Yeah, okay. We can ruin your reputation. They can harass you. There's still plenty of... Emails are free zone. No, these emails you can send all day and all night. You can, you know, you can, you can send letters. You can do a lot of things to harass a person. You can ruin a person's name in business. There's a lot of things if a person's out to get you. Right? So, I, there was somebody uh, I know in San Jose at one point had a terrible fight with their neighbor right and uh, slashing tires these type of things you know well if you have an enemy right how are you going to deal with it you're going to sleep at night and not lose your focus right dealing with enemies dealing with love we're going to discuss this not tonight but it will be coming up Mishul Amali Menu having Bitochon you have a boss who doesn't like you or a superior or you know you're 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 somebody you have to answer to, who's not on your side. How are you gonna deal with that relationship? Olamatsimenu, <coughs> or somebody who's below you, and how are you gonna have to talk about to deal with that employee or subordinate or person you're responsible correctly if they're not doing their job? If how are you gonna have to deal with it? Right? If you if you put Hashem into the picture, you you may deal with him or her. Um, a little bit uh, differently. That's as far as this world. What about what's the next world? Some things are doing mitzvahs, commands which you have no benefit for. The question is, will you be successful in doing these mitzvahs? These commands, these type, these type of, uh, of uh, things. Right? If you want to be successful, you want to do stalker. You want to give someone charity. So you, you, it's not only up to you. Right? You want to help somebody. You want to do chesed. So let's say I want to invest time in helping this. And one of them is clinically ill. In this, this last case, I'm, I'm literally clinically ill. So, you know, yeah. I remember once I was helping someone in Shalom Bayis, uh, and one one person had a, a, a clinical issue. I said, like, you can't fix your marriage unless you fix yourself, right? You're not going to be able to. Fi- so let's say I'm like trying to fix the situation or trying to be helpful. So the bottom line is, is you have to be talking that. I'll make my effort, I'll make my effort, and if it's meant to be, I'll be successful. If you do a shidduch, right? You want to do a shidduch, obviously you have to be intelligent, you have to think it out, you're only coming up, not so far away, right? What? You don't want to think about it, you're not so far away. So, uh, so you, you want to do a shidduch, so you, you have to think about it. At the end of the day, 
there are realities you, it's not only up to you you know um, I know somebody this person was such a Balgaiva such an arrogant person and they changed largely because of Shaduchah you know why? because this person had a very hard time getting married and you know when you feel you're in control it's up to you and you're very successful so sometimes you, you're overly confident but you know what happens when you get married? takes how many? two and you can do whatever you want you can plan you can try you can, you can say it should work out but it just may not work out right? there, there are things you could make all of the efforts in the world and it still doesn't work out so let's say you want to make a shidduch let's say you want to help somebody so it's not only up to you you need, you need to, to feel like there, there's a, a, a you want to have good friends you want to, you want to move somewhere and make friends well you can try but making friends it's not up to you or you want to stay away from negative influences you want to be near good things and feel positive about things also um in the world to come also a person has to have faith that um uh the, the, about the world to come and about the prophets and what the world to come will be. And he calls Vam Shabait Khimbahem, Isparak Allah, uh, uh, Shiva Khalaf. There's seven things in particular a person has to have trust in Hashem. It means, what do you have to have trust in? These seven things, if you want to be successful, if you want to feel Hashem, you know, the righteous people, Tzadikim, Tzadkanyoses, when they talk, when they walk, when they're living daily, they see Hashem. In the in their day in, day li- day out reality in life, everything is Hashem. It doesn't mean they don't do what they're supposed to do. It doesn't mean they don't don't they don't have a uh, uh, reality of efforts and hashtalus. But when you talk to them, it's not Baruch Hashem means really Baruch Hashem and the Ezra Hashem and you know, thank God this happens to me. This, that's not just talk. It's not a goal. It's the reality. That's something we're, we're all supposed to aim for. Because A, we'll be more successful. And B, we'll connect to Hashem through everything in it. So, One is we'll see, we're going to start tonight, our physical body taking care of ourselves. Whether it's our health, whether it's, uh, you know, our emotional, physical health, all that. Bez is Hono Sibas Tarfo, your money, finances, right? Paying tuition, retirement, bills, job, right? Getting a parnasa. Your person needs to be talking. Number three is family, raising children. Right? Is it easy to raise children successfully? You know, happy, balanced, normal, successful raising of children. You need a lot of siyat ishmaya, a lot of. We also need a lot of bittachon to be successful. Marriage, dealing with in-laws, brother-in-laws and sister-in-laws, mother-in-laws, right? Parents, sometimes elderly parents, right? Demanding parents, especially demanding mother-in-laws, right? Father-in-laws, what? I'm just saying these old ladies here. It's not my mother-in-law. I'm talking over here, you know. Okay, what is that? shalom. Right. Oh, you know, no, no, you. 
Absolutely. Good. So, um, dealing with friends correctly, that you, you maintain friendship, right? And God forbid if a person has enemies, someone out to destroy you, someone out to hurt you, dealing with that correctly. Um... Right, having we talk on to do mitzvahs correctly. Fifth is um, having we uh, talk on to do mitzvahs correctly when it affects other people. When you need another person involved. Number six is um, being successful in this world in your mitzvahs. Number seven is getting the world to come. Which is not which it says in Tehillim, Marav Tufcha Shetzafanta. Uh, how great is the eternal world okay the Kevin we already learned weeks ago how a person can have faith in Hashem what allows us to have bitachon Hashem remember the seven things what so ask Dr. Amanova for her oh, I, I have Okay, and the five, and the five hakdamas uh, uh, as well. The five, there's the seven. There's the five other things as well, which we discussed. So once a person has bitachon, yesh alai lismoch perish often yosh bitachon. So you should have all these seven areas we just discussed. You should put your faith in Hashem. The oimer. Now we'll start discussing them. First is the gufa adam mivad. Then chayav umoiso teref. Life and death, paying your bills, having a place to eat and sleep and drink and take care of yourself. Right? The person has to know we have to take care of our physical self, we have to make all our Hashtalis, we discussed last week, we discussed last week, what jobs we should look for, what job is a perfect job for a person, how we know which job is for us. But after that, after we do all of our due diligence, we have to know that whatever happens to us in our job or our finances, right, if a person um, invests money and makes a smart decision, looks into the market, asks experts, is careful, diversifies, whatever happens to them in the market, that, that's Min Hashem. And if you lose money, that's Hashem. You do a good job, you did your efforts, that's what's supposed to be. You took care of your health, you exercised, you get the skim milk at pars, right? You get the, the whole wheat bread, so seventh grade bread hasn't come yet. Tell them the rabbis, uh, call them up. They had, it was very good uh, to eat healthy, but you know what? Nebuch, somebody called me at last week, two cases of people very, very sick who eat healthy, right? Uh, a person has to have a Listen, we're obligated to take care of ourselves. Whatever happens is from Hashem. And when a person's cognizant of that, not only could they deal with it correctly, because they know it's from Hashem, not just by happenstance. Right, but it doesn't take away from the relationship from Hashem, because they know whatever Hashem is giving them is for their best. It's their challenge. It's their their thing to work on. Their their their, their opportunity, and it's not necessarily negative. The same thing if it's a success. 
when they have persons be tachar and things are going well, they know it's but for Hashem. It's not because when I hear a person say, "Oh, you know, I'm great at business. I'm brilliant. I'm smart. I'm this." Hashem, tomorrow you lose every penny you have. You know, well, you know, I am healthy. Yeah, I, I. By the way, even you know, very rarely do I hear religious Jews say I'm successful in business because blah blah blah. Although once in a while I hear it, but I hear people all the time. You know, I am healthy because I exercise and I. And I and I and I eat healthy, and they, they're so proud of their diet and their exercise, and they, they put their fit, which is great. But you know why you're healthy? Because Hashem let you be healthy. <laughs> That's the only reason why you can exercise. You know, from here to tomorrow, you know, and never get a, a cancer. There are many many young ladies, you know, who have died of terrible diseases, who, who take care of your kind of body. You're healthy because the Kaddish Baruch Hu allows you to be healthy. You want to make efforts. You want to become a clea, a receptacle. But I, and I hear this from, from ladies especially, sometimes I'm from men. You know, I take great care of myself and I do this. Of course, that's wonderful. Don't get me wrong. That's, that's, that's very important. But that doesn't guarantee anything in life. It's only Hashem that guarantees health uh, in this world. There are people who, you know, who can walk across the street and get hit by a car. You know, one second. No guarantees of health or being physically okay. A person I you know, I knew a person who was in Shiva with me a few years ago, he was thirty five years old. The guy was a great basketball player, normal guy had an aneurysm. You know, and Nebuch. Um Hashem gives health. The good and the bad, right? We have to we do our part. So a person has to talks differently acts differently when they realize it's Hashem's world. Um, we have to do our part. We have to eat healthy, we have to exercise, we have to, to make a, an effort to get a job. But then whatever happens after we've done our correct hishtalus, um, Whatever we'll get is because Hashem decreed. And Hashem is going to give us what's good for us in this world and the next world and more important for the next. Everything, every moment that happens to us is because of Hashem. Now, as we discussed, Hashem will give to us based on did we do our proper hishtalas? Did we make the efforts, right? We're not going to make a million dollars if we sit in the house and say, God, give me a million dollars. Unless you're a Beishim and Bar Yochai, you and I, that's not happening to us. If we don't, if we eat you know, the full fat ice cream and rib steaks every day and we don't exercise and a person smokes and drinks, then you're not going to be healthy, right? We have to do our part. And if we have to pray, as we discussed a, a few weeks ago, a person has to daven. A person could have, Hashem could say, you're going to get this job or you're going to have this health, but you got to daven. You don't daven, you're not going to get it. But after we do our part, Hashem will give us exactly what's best. Exactly what's best. You know, a person's driving a car, they stop at the stop sign, they're careful, 
and they get hit by another car, that was not because that driver was careless. That was not because that driver was drunk. It happened because Hashem said you're supposed to be hit. The driver's own problem, that's a whole deal with Hashem. But the fact that you got hit is when Hashem said you need to be hit by that car. Chas Hashem. Nothing happens to us on a physical level. If it's not Gaizim and Hashemayim. Oh, a car worked every day. Today it didn't work. Why didn't it work today? Hey, let's go to our favorite kosher market, Pars Kosher Market. So, you know, you know, do people ever thank you? Do you get thank yous once in a while? Good, Baruch Hashem. Minch But do people ever complain? Yeah, that's not. Okay, good. Good. So what happens? Let's let's say what happens. I think. Do you tell people on Wednesday you're getting meat? And the truck breaks, or the shipment doesn't come. Every all the time, right? But it's supposed to come, right? So what? What you did your part. You've done everything you could. Uh, I'll get, but Rabbi, I really I get mad. So what I need to do? So ah. So you, so here's what you're obligated to do. You're obligated. You're obligated um, to. Um, Daven Tashem for Satslacha. If your if your supplier is not a good supplier to get a new supplier, so then you have to you're always to try your best to make it happen, and that's it. But beyond that, it's, it's that's your Gamzulatova. That's where you're supposed to have. I'll give you my example, okay? The Arab. So I'll tell you with the Arab, certainly everything that should have been done has been done. There's, right? So why? So I can say I can blame Caltrans, and they certainly are a terrible organization. Who, who, who has no care and concern for other people's time, <laughs> right? They just have no care and concern. But you know what? If Hashem wanted us to have an Erev already, it would have been here. You know, that maybe needs to be more tefillah, maybe for whatever reason it's not the right time, right? But I'll continue, and other people can to make everything to get Erev tomorrow, right? And it will happen as a Hashem, right? You know, the directions in that Erev, but it could have happened a year ago if Hashem wanted it. These, this, this, these people changed their mind. You know, we, they decided to change their policy. I give a lot of legitimate reasons why things got delayed. But at the end of the day, it's a So I can't, I can blame Caltrans. And if I could change Caltrans, I would, like you. I would, I would change the whole thing. Right? But to the extent that I, I can't, that's not Shemayim. Maybe for the era of the community would be ready to make the wrong families to move in. No, thinks, I don't know the reason why. Right? It could have been, you know, that, who knows what. If an air someone would carry something and it'd be a problem, whatever it is, you know, who knows? Maybe someone would have to push you a stroller or a car hit it. <laughs> who knows? You know, Hashem knows what's best. You know, but at the end of the day, we're obligated to do everything we can. I like to pray. But whatever happens to a person, right? Whatever happens to a person after we've done everything we're supposed to, is exactly what we need. You know, the problem is we get hit by a car, we blame the dr- person driving a car. And they should be blamed. Drunk driver, didn't miss the stop by a stoplight sign. But you know what, at the end of the day, that would never, ever have happened if it weren't being fresh up. Now, if you, if you drove through a red light, so you also were to blame, and Hashem, you had a gazero, you had a decree based on your action. <laughs> now you drove through a red light, Hashem is going to say, well, what, you're judged. 
you're judged at that point. Should you get into an accident, should you not get into an accident? We want to see that soon tonight. How we act could bring judgment or reward to us like that. But the important thing is that we do our thing, everything is, that's what it's supposed to be. person gets an assignment at work. I hear this all the time. They're in the high-tech field. Can't believe my boss gave this to me. My boss gave this to you. When you're working 12 hours a day, 14 hours a day. Right. That's not just for your boss. That's a coach Baruch giving you this to you. If you're not supposed to get it, you won't get it. So of course, if you can do something with your boss or try to get out of it, it's not appropriate. But if you get it, and don't, don't forget there's Hashem in the world over here. <laughs> there's a Mimaydish all over the world. You know what they say in Yiddish, which is stolen. Versteig the Yiddish. There's a Bashef in the Welt. There's a Bayri Island. There's God. And the Indian guy in Adobe, he also is under God. Or the Chinese guy in Intel is also under God. Or even the Jewish guy in Cisco is also under Hashem. Right? They're not giving you anything that you're not supposed to get. Don't forget about Hakarish Baruch Hu. It's exactly what a person is supposed to have in this world. A person invests in a stock. Right? Apple goes up. They bought Apple in 1983. Wouldn't that be nice to own 10,000 shares in Apple in 1983? They have a new building in no time over here, right? Right? And you think, oh, I'm a brilliant person? Person, smart investor? Great, but it's Hashem is like a person invested in Cisco in 2001. You know what happened to invested in Cisco in 2001? Lost a lot of money. <laughs> they invested in Cisco in the beginning, actually, in the beginning of 2000. It went down 75%. Right? You know, it looks, maybe it was a smart investment, but, you know, we're not taking away duty but after we've done our part it's a Kaddish Baruch Hu a person can't control uh, all of these things right when a person's clear in his faith that his things is given over to Hashem what's decreed from God is what a person's going to get Again, the decree is going to be defined by our actions. If a person drives through a red light, they're going to be judged at that moment. And if a person stops the red light, they're going to judge, oh, you stopped the red light? Should anything happen to you, right? And if you drive through a red light, that's actually going to be a causative factor. A person comes up in the morning and dominates Hashem, give me a great day, versus a person who doesn't dominate at all. A person who dominates for a great day is much more likely to be successful to have a great day. No guarantees. But you have an extra merit going into the day. Person says brachas. You know the you know the fifteen brachas in the morning. Say Hashem, don't test me, don't embarrass me, give me this, right? Why? Because you want to serve Hashem. Such a person is much more likely to be successful. Whatever God gives you based on your ability, you know. Anyone know the GPS? Anyone, does everyone use a GPS? Use a GPS or anyone use Waze over here? No, no Waze. Everyone's GPS. What does a GPS do? If you make the wrong turn, what does a GPS do? It recalculates, right? Now you make a lot of wrong turns, it's going to constantly calculate. But it's you, you make the turn, and the GPS is going to tell you if you're going the right way or the wrong way. 
God gives us exactly what we need at the time. You know, a person who turns in the wrong direction, you have to have, you know, a little bit more painful, a little bit more challenging. But Hashem will give us exactly what's best for us always. So a person should never forget that everything that happens to them in this world, good, bad, great, mediocre, is from Hashem. Hakol bidei shaman. Everything that happens, the Talmud says in Chulin, in Adam noikif etzvau melmata elmkad goizer elav melmala. That a person does not prick their finger in this world unless Hashem said they're supposed to prick their finger. A person doesn't have a backache, whatever the backache will be, unless Hashem says they have a backache. And why this person pricks their finger or has a backache or deals with a difficult mother-in-law, not you, right? Or deals with a great mother-in-law, right? It's from Hashem. You know, as those who has problematic children recently, I always say, you don't pick your children. <laughs> you don't pick your children. We try to educate them, try to do what's best for them, try to give for them, we daven for them. But one thing a person has to know is a child they have, even if they, they, they have free will, Right? But it's also Hashem giving you this kind of child. It's for you also to deal with. Right? Everything that happens to a person. It's not by, for naught that that happened. The Lord gives us exactly what we're supposed to have. Chayim is God who is supposed to us. We're obligated, though, now we're talking about going back to Parnassa or health, we're obligated to take care of ourselves, to do what's necessary. The live Indian, and to choose correctly. And God will give you what you're supposed to give. Right? Even though a person's life and years are dependent upon Hashem. Now, anyone, everyone, you know, math. Who took math recently? You want math every day? No. Remember math. Two permutations, if you do this, then this happens, right? There's different permutations. So depending on how we choose, right, that's what our decree, right? So let's imagine the following thing. I said this by Yom Kippur. Yom Kippur? You, Yom Kippur, you better daven your head off. Because you'll never, you, nothing's said in Yom Kippur that, 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 the whole story of the year. You know what happens in Yom Kippur? Shem says, this is your potential. So if God says the most you're gonna make in, in the year of Yom Kippur is a million dollars, Whatever you do, right? Whatever you do, you're not going to make more than a million dollars. If God says you're not going to make more than $50,000, whatever you do, you're not going to make more than $50,000. But very often, Hashem's like this. If you pray to me three times a day, and you go out and you get your degree, and you make your efforts, and you read the business paper, and you make smart decisions, you'll make a million dollars. If you pray to me three times a day and you sit in your living room and you go on the blogs on the internet and you read the newspaper, not not the newspaper, but you read about the Cleveland Warriors and the Golden State Cavaliers and that and you watch these idiotic football games and you're involved in that all day and all night and you don't work, then you're not going to make any money. Even though you dive in three times a day because you're not, you're not doing what you need to do. 
if you, I, I, you know, you meet people, they want to get married, they dive if you get married, and I say to the person, are you, are you meeting a shadchan? Are you meeting people to help set you up? Are, do you have an online profile? No. I said, what are you, what are you waiting for? A guy to zap someone into your living room? Like all of a sudden, you'll be davening, she's just going to fall down from the heaven and say, hi, you know, I'm here to marry you. What, what do you think is going to happen? You're going to pray all day, you're going to sit in, in some back room somewhere. Right? A person has to make the efforts that's necessary. Sometimes God says, you're making efforts. You're making efforts. You're not praying. You think it's up to you? I'm going to show you it's not up to you. You're not going to get the job. <laughs> you're not going to get the shidduch. And then you'll have to come pray. Right. So we're obligated to make every effort we need to be for our life, to eat, to eat healthy, drink, Malbush, if you want to you get dressed correctly, you want to go on a date, you got to look good, you want to have good shalom bias. Uh, I said, I don't know, a couple of years ago, when I was giving a different class later, I said, listen, every lady should be, come home, husband, you put on makeup. Well, I don't understand how it doesn't put on makeup for a husband. I, it bothers me to no end when I go to a fancy affair, or it's like a wedding, or it's a dinner. Of course, the Amachad dinner, everyone has to dress up, it's a fancy affair. But another dinner, right, people put on makeup and chetals, and when their husband comes home, you know, person goes on a job interview, a guy, he puts on a tie, he looks good. In his house, he looks like, you know, a hurricane hit him. <laughs> you, know, you know, hurricane laziness. <laughs> you know, what in the world is this? You want to have shalom bias? You know, you got to take a shower once in a while. Brush your teeth. Right, what do you think? What do you think it is? I'm, I'm serious. We're obligated to, to, to get to do the what's necessary. It's like magic <laughs> formula. It shouldn't be so novel. You know, this is just the reality. You want your husband to like you. And you think you, you, you had a good marriage ten years ago? What about today? You got to look good. Just look on a date. You put on makeup. You put on a shaito if you wear a shaito. You look good. You want to have friends. You got all these things. You got to put up. I'll never forget this. I went to a wedding. At the wedding, a guy went to the guy to say, Malta Tovos in Yeshiva. And the, the guy who was getting married looks at this guy. He says, You didn't shave for my wedding. He, like, he has stubble. The guy who was getting married was wrong for saying that. He was bothered. Like, so you're worried about your wedding day? That guy didn't shave for your wedding? Right? Like, that's a little bit petty. But the, but for the guy who didn't shave, you know? He's going to someone's wedding. You know, look like you're dressed up. Someone comes to a wedding dressed in jeans and a, and a t-shirt. What? They what? Don't, don't start on this. To wedding, jeans and t-shirt to weddings. Really? So I have to speak in Israel. Is there any next time there? Uh, but in America, it's expected to, to look mechubad. So, uh, but you know what, a person can say, you know what, if my husband likes me, he likes me. What do you mean I'm not putting on, I don't look good for him? It's his problem. He's obligated to cherish me. He's obligated to take care of me. And I'll have whatever shall I. That's not true. Let me tell you ladies a secret. Right, we're talking You look good for your husband every night. You're sweet to me. Your shalom bites will be better, period. Not only because you're investing in shalom bites, but because you're, Shalom Bayes is also a bracha min Hashem that 
we find chen in our spouse's eyes, find favor, is a bracha from Hashem. Children, helping children. It's also a chen in our Parents, well, you can do our efforts. You don't wait for things to, to, to be there. We're obligated to, you know, you want to be, you want to have friends. You got to be courteous. You got to be care. It's not just wanting to have friends. If you if you're nice, you'll have more friends. Not just because being nice generates friends, but you're a clean. You know what a clean means? You're a vessel. You're a receptacle. Which Dessler explains that bracha, blessing, needs a receptacle, just like. If you wanna, you wanna get get put gold. Right? If you go into a house, right? Imagine this whole room is full with gold. This is stolen. You listen to to Sean Limbo, Rush Hannity. If you ever listen to these guys, I mean, they're, they're too liberal for you. I know that. You only listen to Moshe Levine. He's, he's, the, he's the only one right wing enough for, for Mrs. Stolen. Once in a while, if I want a good laugh, I turn this, these shows on, right? Like if, like, you know, let's say Donald uh, Bump runs for president. So I want to see what these, you know, I, I didn't listen today or yesterday, but if I did, every five minutes they talk about, every commercial is about gold. If you want to be rich, it's either life lock or gold. That's all they talk about, you know. So imagine you have a room full of gold to be rich. So how, what are you going to do? How much gold can you take? Take your hands, you can have so much gold. But if you have a box, you have bags, you can put more gold in. So the more box, the, the bigger you are, the more we're a box for Kedusha or for Bracha or for goodness, the more Bracha we have, right? The more we can do. If a person's educated, they can have a better career. You know, if you're, if you're not educated at all, you're not business savvy. Some people are very good in business. They don't need to have an education. And it is good in business, but if you're not educated, you're not gonna. There's no, if you're, if you are uh, uneducated, have no career, you should not expect to have make a lot of money. <laughs> what do you think? You know, sometimes by the yeshiva students have this, which is terrible. You know, terrible. You're not gonna. You know, if you're good at business, you have, or you have a family business, or you're planning to get some kind of fine. But what do you think? God's just gonna zap money into you. Now again, in yeshivas, I'll tell you, pick certain kinds of education or are, are less harmful religiously, but you need something. You're not, God's not going to zap money into you if you don't have it. Right? You just, you're going to have some ability to, to, to make money. Now, it could, there, are, there are multiple ways to do it, but you better figure out how you're going to do it. Right? The same thing, you can't just expect to have shalom bias and look like a shmata. Right? You can't, and it goes both ways. You can't expect to have a good job and sit around lounging around. You can't expect to get married and, you know, not try to meet anyone. Be antisocial. You gotta get out and about. But even if you do all of that, what you're supposed to do, the bracha comes from Hashem. Don't, you know, don't say, God, I'm supposed to get married. Where's my wife? And sit in your living room. God, I'm supposed to get married. Right? Why Hashem don't I have Shalom bias? And then, you come home, you know, you're wearing flip-flops, you know, you dress down every day, tell your husband to make your own dinner. Right? First thing your husband come home and clean up the mess. 
take care of the kids, right? And you scream at him, and then you wonder, oh, what happened to my Shalom Bias? Like, oh, you know, I'm a nice person. If God wants me to have a Salgantis, a person should never say this. If you do that, right, you, you'll say, I'll just, you know, um, I won't make any uh, effort, right? You will get nothing. You won't get any, Hashem, you sit back and you think you get a job, you don't go on LinkedIn, you don't make efforts, you don't you work on your career. If, so, if a person can't get a job, they better look into their career, they gotta look at themselves. The person's not getting married. Right? So you gotta say, maybe I'm doing something wrong. Maybe I have to adjust. Person's having a hard time being a parent. Right? Well, what am I doing? Why is this not working? Maybe your hashtagless is off. Maybe you're not davening enough. Maybe you gotta fix something. Right? Maybe it's your attitude. Because everything is coming from Hashem. What's, what am I supposed to be doing from this? That's why, you know, a person has called Cheshbon Hanefesh. We're supposed to look into our soul. Things don't work out. Nothing happens but for God. Like, why isn't God giving me this? Maybe it's not for my best. Maybe I have to make adjustments. Maybe I'm not praying enough. Maybe this is for my best. And, you know, I'm, I'm going to keep trying. Right? But this is what Hashem says is my challenge and my test life. And then, if we know it's our challenge and test, we can smile. <laughs> Because right? it's not just why, why me. It's God giving it to us exactly for uh, us. It's not proper for a person. You can't put yourself in a dangerous situation saying, I'll, be, I'll rely on Hashem. They used to some of us to drink poison. Right? Now, today people don't drink poison, they drink poisonous drinks. What's poisonous drinks? Coca-Cola, Pepsi. I'm not, I'm not joking. But if you drink soda all day and all night, you think you're going to be healthy from that? What? Hey, you know, Rick DeMiller used to call Coca-Cola dirty water. <laughs> he say, when you drink dirty water, right, you're drinking, it's not good for you to drink that all, all day and all night. They showed, by the way, even orange juice and apple juice, if you drink too much of it, it causes obesity. It's not good for you. It causes diabetes obesity, all kinds of... In, in moderation, it's okay. But it's not a good thing for you to do. Oh, she is come atzma lalachim im ari v'chayos to end up going out and fighting animals or going to dangerous situations or being going into areas of water or fire, whether, you know, going on trips to dangerous places. In our day, what would that be? Driving 90 miles on the 280. What do you think happens if you drive to 90 miles on the 280? You get into a car accident at, to, at 90 miles an hour, or even 85 miles an hour. You know what happens on impact? You know what happens if a car comes in front of you at, their, their, at, you're at that speed, if you try to stop, if you can hit them? What happens if you drive 60 miles an hour, 55 miles an hour on the side street, someone jumps out in front of the street? Right? I mean, you're endangering your life and other people's lives if you drive, drive, drive un, uh, uh, not safely. You can't have that faith in Hashem that you'll be okay if you do this. You're putting yourself into danger. Don't, don't test Hashem. Because if you do dangerous things, you put yourself, your life in danger, 
one of two things happens. Oshiyamos, the Yehua Mamis, is Atzmo. Either you'll die, either you'll die or get hurt, and you're the one who did it to yourself. You did it to yourself. You're just like you're a murderer, you killed somebody else. You're liable. So too, if you kill yourself, you're liable. Even though in this case, when you driving 80 miles per hour, or you smoke, what do you think happens if you smoke? What do you think happens if you do dangerous things, right? You know, um, climb mountains unprotected, right? Um, go up to your roof, you know, start playing with your electric antennas, thinking you're going to fix it when you're not an expert at it. What do you, what do you think would happen if you, you mess up in, 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 these, in these areas? You know, going on, uh, you know, traveling without water in, in, on my Masada and climbing a mountain. Some college student just died a couple of weeks ago. On Masada, a person dropped dead 110 degrees. Now they went up without, and they, 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 they um, dehydrated and then they fell down the mountain. Right? That's, like, that's dangerous. Right? What happens if you're light-skinned, you're fair-skinned, and uh, you never put sunblock on? Day in, day out. You don't put sunblock on. Because you're too lazy to put sunblock. What do you think happens to your skin over time? People get, I can go from Florida. People get cancers in Rahman what do you What do you think happens if you don't sleep at night? Right? You don't take care of yourself over over time. You're endangering yourself. You're hurting your body. What happens if you never exercise? What happens to your heart if you never exercise? You never walk. You never take care of yourself. You're endangering. You're, you're doing things which over time are dangerous. Um, and, and just like you'd be liable if you slowly but surely killed another person, if you kill yourself, it's the same thing. You know, you know, it's forbidden to kill anybody in any Gilgal. But one of the Ten Commandments is, Do not murder. Thou shall not kill. If you murder your first cousin, terrible. It's not a stranger anymore. God forbid a person murders a sibling. Sick. We hear stories of people murdering their brother or sister. Sick. A person murders their child, parent. It's revolting to even imagine thing. Says Chavis Lavavos. It's worse the closer they are. It's worse. You try to kill your brother. Right? You destroy our mercy. You know what the worst is? Not killing your child. Not killing your spouse or parent. God forbid, God forbid, God forbid. Killing yourself. The greatest cruelty is to kill yourself. It's just like the closer the blood relative, the more cruel and brutal it is. These 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 two murderers that are still running after New York two weeks later now. Hey, everyone's worried about them. At they murder another person. At some level a person who cares so little about themselves 
and murders themselves is worse. Yeah, suffix says this is unbelievable. Chazal says, person who kills themselves has the greatest punishment. because God gives us our bodies. And we're like a servant. God, so God gives us our bodies for a small period of time, and He tells us, be careful. Just like if a, if a, if a master gives a servant something, and He says, watch over this, take good care of this, this is, I'm lending this to you, and I expect to get it back in good condition. HaKadosh Baruch Hu gives us our physical bodies, and says, take care of yourself. Take care of yourself. Watch over yourself. You're rebelling against Hashem. Part of Ishtalus is to say, I'm going to take care of myself. Even though it could be that God could, the person can do all the efforts and God could still say you're going to get sick or get hit by a car. Now, you want to know likelihood. If a person eats healthy and exercises, then, then they're a cleave for bracha. And the reality is they're much more likely to live a long life, a healthy life. I remember when I was in Lakewood, Mashkiach Lakewood, I actually learned this with him. And he, you know, he said, you know, when you smoke, you start smoking. Uh, so he said, when you smoke, one of two things happen. Either you get sick and you die, Right? Something negative happens to a person, right? That, and you're punished for it. You're liable for hurting yourself. You're liable for, for bringing your, your health down. I, I, on a side note, before we go back to Sasaman, my Rosh Hashiva, Ravzelik Epstein, the Chonel of Racha, blessed memory, who married me off, who was one of the elder sages in the world, and certainly in America, passed away at the age of 96 about 10 years ago. Or, maybe a little less, uh, about eight years ago. Um, so I remember he told me, so if you don't exercise and take care of yourself, so let's say you live 20 years younger. You pa- instead of passing away at, at 98, you pass away at 78. Instead of passing away at 78, a person passes away at 58. You're going to come up to Shemayim, and I'm going to show you, look how many mitzvahs you could have done. Had you lived for 20 more years, how many more brachas would you have made? How many more amains would you have done? How much more Shabbases could you have kept? And you could have left, lived to 98 years. But you ate and ate and never exercised. And you lived a stressful life. Who is responsible for that? Who is responsible for that? Now he said to me, of course, when you're exercising and healthy and taking care of yourself, Everything in moderation, but you know, it's, it's, it's not your ultimate focus. The ultimate focus is your soul. <laughs> there are people who get so caught up in the body, they forget the neshama. The, the body is just a receptacle for the neshama, but you gotta take care of the body. So, Mashal Salman, going back to what he said, he says, if you smoke, one of two things happen. Either you get sick, or you die, and, and, and to the extent you're sick, in the last few years of your life, you don't live a good life, and you can't do mitzvahs, or you're in a bad mood. You ever meet people who are sick? It's much harder to be happy when you're sick. Right? Now, again, sometimes the person makes a sh- makes a person sick. That's their challenge to overcome. We discussed that before, a couple of weeks ago. But you know, sometimes it's uh, we ourselves. You know, who's responsible for that? It's hard to be happy when you don't feel well. It's 
much more challenging. Whose fault is that? You're going to be judged because he did that. And even if you don't get sick, well, there are people who smoke, you know, there's always that 10%. Or people drive 90 miles an highway and they swerve back and forth. Or they do these stunts, they do, they walk on a, you know, on a string across the mountain. You have from one side to another side, crazy people doing these type of things. Right. Uh, so, you know what happens if you do that? Even if nothing happens, you lose merits. You know why? Because you're judged. You're judged. You drive through the red light. You don't stop. You're in a rush. You know, you just... You know, not when it's yellow, by the way. You're talking, I'm talking when the light turns red and you still haven't hit the white line, but you need, you're in a rush. And you drive through that red light. Well, you can get into a car accident and damage yourself or others, and that's part of your punishment. Why is that? Because you did a dangerous. You you went into a lion pit. You went into a lion pit. It's possible you can get into an accident and have to pay lots of money. You get a ticket from the police guy. You don't hit anyone, but the cops looking at you. Three points. Your insurance goes up. Or you do traffic school. You're gonna pay the fees. A lot of money. Or let's say nobody, nothing happens. The cop's not there. No cars come by. No people. You drove by. You forgot about it completely. You know what happened? Even if there's no camera on top of the... Sometimes there are cameras, you know, they catch your car. Even if there's no camera, it's God's camera. You did a dangerous thing. You were judged at that moment. Nothing happens. You lose merits. You're judged. The Gemara says in a few places that the Tanani and the Maram, the sages of the Talmud, were very careful not to do dangerous things. Because they didn't want to lose merits. They didn't want to, they didn't want to lose merits. You can't just do dangerous, you're judged every time you do a dangerous thing. I, I've said before, there's, there's two ways that you can, uh, bring your judgment on yourself besides Yom Kippur. You can be reevaluated. Number one is do dangerous things. You go into judgment right away. Right? Do you deserve anything to happen to you? Or do you not? Number two is Lashon Hara. Speak Lashon Hara. Right? On a weekday, your Shabbos table, you're eating your chillant. You, you went to Pars, you got some greens, Ragalach. Soft. Delicious Ragalach. Right? Saying some Zmiris. And then you say, oh, did you see her outfit today? She has no taste. Right? Oh, so-and-so, what a yanta she is. Table. The rabbi, oh, that rabbi, what's it to the rabbi, right? Ah, oh, I saw Mr. So-and-so at show today. I can't take her, she's so annoying. Right? <laughs> None of you would ever say that. But the person who does at the Shabbos table for saying Zmiris, you know, this, they get judged. Shabbos Kaidish. Shabbos says, oh, you have a nice table. You can talk about other people. Let's see if you deserve it. So that's very important. Now, why is this important? Because we have a certain thing. Whatever, God, whatever is supposed to happen is supposed to happen. You hear people talking about that? I'll die when I'm supposed to die. I'll live as long as God says. That's true. <laughs> but 
but they're permutations. There's different angles. If you guess what, God can say you live a hundred years. Go to a mountain, jump off the mountain, and see how if you live a hundred years, <laughs> right? See what happens. So you can jump off a mountain quickly or slowly. Right? You can smoke. You can drink orange juice fifteen times a day and get diabetes. Gain weight and get diabetes. Right? You can never exercise. You cannot sleep at night and get sick. Right? You can eat that white bread, which is no, not whole wheat. I might have had rye bread, that like white. I, I always call it the Gaisha bread. You like that white, white bread. You know, the, you know, there's like no nutrients in there all day. Paper with potato chips. Right? You don't get a healthy lifestyle. Right? You're supposed to have, God can say you're supposed to have beautiful teeth, and then you eat Laffy Taffy every day. Before you go to sleep at night, you don't floss, you don't brush your teeth, you don't go to a dentist. My mother told me when she, she, years ago, she was a dental hygienist uh, for a few years, and then she didn't like it. Uh, she did something she didn't find putting her out, man, out, hands in people's mouths was so excited. But she said for her test, you know, they, you get your final passing your test. They they find people to give free cleanings. You have to clean people who haven't cl- not brushed their teeth. I went to dentist like in years. So you come into the room, you have, to, you have to clean a guy's teeth whose gums look like this because they haven't brushed their teeth. You know, they have terrible gum disease. Terrible teeth. You know, so God could say you're supposed to have good teeth, but you don't brush your teeth. You know, take care of yourself. The same thing over here. You can't say, I'll live as long as I live. We gotta do our hashtablas. I, it's possible to eat healthy and exercise and still die young. That's what a Shemayim. By the way, as a rule, people who take care of themselves live longer. Because <laughs> they're not because they're a bigger cleat. They're a bigger vessel to live a longer life. Live a better life. Certainly prayer, davening, just like it's important to eat healthy and exercise and not mean excess. Not even secondhand smoke kills also. You're in an office where people smoke. I would try to change jobs. Be in an office people smoke all day it's not healthy it's not good for your lungs you know you get to a place where it's healthy a person does the dangerous things is a certain about thing they're doing wrong it's actually spiritually they're doing things wrong you can't this is, trust in Hashem means Hashem gives us exactly what's best for us but we're obligated to do what's necessary we see even by Shmuel, the Khanata Moitz Shmuel of Hashalam, Oymer, Ech Elech Vishama Shaul, God says to Shmuel, Shmuel, go anoint David Hamalach. Make David the king of Israel. And at the time, Shaul was still king. So David says, Ech Elech Vishama Shaul Hargoni, how could I go, uh, and Shaul here, and kill me? Uh, and God didn't hold it against him. God still gave an idea idea. Just make it a subterfuge. Go take a cow to uh, serve Tashem. Ushari didn't give him a whole plan. Um, if God would have, if God would have said Samuel. Shmuel, what are you ta- what are you nervous about? I'm God. Now, by the way, just passing. 
Moshe Rabbeinu Hashem says, go to Paro and tell Paro, let my people go. Right? Did he say, let my people go? Did he say, let my people go? He said, send out my nation. You have no choice. But dangerous. You go to Paro, he could have killed Moshe. What's the difference? There, God's command was to go to Paro and to, to, to go and put yourself in a dangerous situation. Here, Shmuel said, you're not telling me to put myself to, to, to go to Shaul. You're telling me to anoint Dave, David. If I, it's parenthetic to God's command. Do I have to be worried about that? So God, God didn't tell him, Ani Amis God said, you're lacking faith. You're not allowed to do dangerous things unless it, that is the command. Right? God, Moshe says, how can I go to Paro? I'm, I'm heavy in the tongue. God says to Moshe, I made you heavy in the tongue. I'll make you successful. Right? You could be the biggest salesman in the world if I want you to be. Even though Moshe stuttered or whatever, did, or was not a good speaker. Um, Shmuel. Shmuel. King Samuel. In terms of Kasa, not King, Shmuel the Navi. In terms of Kasa, lo heikol akans v'siva katana. If Shmuel didn't want to put uh, himself in any danger, I'll be shy. Nichnas ba mitzvah sabori sparchsh. You know, God was telling him to anoint David. Shomer malik karn chavalich v'eshchal yishai beis halachmi. Go flip your 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 horn with oil and go to yishai in beis lachem in Bethlehem. Kolshiken zemiguna mizulaso. Certainly, anyone else. Unless your command is to put yourself in danger, right? If someone says, bow to an idol, or I'll try to kill you, you can't bow to the idol. Your command is not to, you're allowed to put yourself in danger, right? Uh, there are certain times in war where the, that is the command, you know, they ought to do it. But to go ahead uh, uh, and put yourself in danger is a terrible sin. And even if you're saved, Oshi and also, Let's go to the second point. Even if you drive through the red light and nothing happens to you, you smoke and you live to a hundred years old, right? You don't take care of yourself at all. You never exercise, ever. You never. You sleep. You get four hours of sleep and you need more. Some people don't need it, but you need more. Your body needs more. You fast and you don't take care of your health. Even if nothing physically happens to her, you're going to see that some of your mitzvahs and Torah and chesed were lost. Because it saved you when you went to the red light. It saved you when you smoked. When you had high cholesterol. And you ate the chicken fat. And you had cheesecake every morning. Not the fat-free cheesecake either. Full fat. You know why? Because it tastes better. Can't compare, right? I can't compare the really fatty cheesecake. That's a good. That's the rich, right? You know, lots of chocolate or chocolate for those who don't know how to say it correctly, right? Uh, you lose your scores. Where does the Talmud say? The Gemara says in Shabbos, Lamed Beis, a person should not. Put themselves in a place of danger. Don't say do an ace. Don't go to Oakland in the bad neighborhoods at 3 a.m. in the morning and walk around. Right? Don't do that. It's dangerous. No, it's dangerous. 
don't go visiting Ukraine today. Go, to, you know, go a little touring in Ukraine. You know, these, once in a while you hear these these complete idiots in Iraq or Syria. Like, what are you out of your mind? What do you think is going to happen to you if you go to these places? You know, wear, go wear a yarmulke even in in, in, in Tunisia or Libya and say, I have bitachon. Go and see what happens. That's it's like that's like basically going in a fire on a firing squad. You put yourself in a dangerous situation. Even if nothing happens to you, takes away uh, marriage. And don't say a nesav. I'll put myself in a dangerous place. The Gemara says a miracle may not happen to you. And even if a miracle does, uh, not if you come out okay, it will take away from your merits. The Amru Yaakov Avinu Alav Hashalom Katanti Mikol Chasadim. Yaakov says, "I'm small from all of your good things." The Amar Matargim, the Matargim said, "Zeiri Zechusim Mikol Chasim Chatavin." Yaakov was worried that uh, he had so many good things happen, even though he was in dangerous situations, he lost merits. Um, Do a little bit more. It's just like in life and death, we have to do our proper precautions. We gotta take care of ourselves and then have faith. Hashem will give us exactly what's best for us. We have to do our due diligence. We gotta take care of ourselves. We gotta eat healthy. We gotta exercise. We can't go to to Harlem at four a.m. in the morning. Right? We can't go traveling and driving crazy, smoking not exercising, living a stressful life. Come again, we have to take care of ourselves to make money and to redress and how we live. Right? If you don't take care of your house, you don't fix the roof in your house over time, you know what's going to happen? You're going to get a leak. <laughs> what do you think is going to happen? No, Hashem will help. Right? You have termites. You have termites in your house. You'll be talking. You'll be talking. You better. You're gonna have. You're gonna have. You're gonna, your, your house is gonna fall down on you. You'll be talking. Yeah. What do you think? We have your mind. Yeah, Shem doesn't create a world where he, he says be a derelict. You gotta take care of yourself. You gotta be, right? You know, You wanna have good attributes. You wanna work on your character, and you just think it's gonna happen naturally. Whether it's patience. Happiness, generosity, thankfulness, gratitude. It doesn't happen. Your person's gonna develop it. Work on it. and to distance yourself from things that bring away from it. Of course, you you know a person can work on not being angry for a hundred years. Hundred years, and if that Hashem's bracha, you'll still be an angry person. A person can have to work on it and learn muster and he has to daven and he has to be happy talking to Hashem that Hashem will help them. And a person, but if a person doesn't work on it or a person do, goes to people or hangs out, does things that makes them angry. I know people, if they don't get a good night's sleep, there's a, one, of my, one of my kids in a book, it's called Grumpy Gamal. You know what Grumpy Gamal is? You know, you know the story about Grumpy Gamal? 
There's a grumpy camel. Kamal is Hebrew for camel. Grumpy Kamal is always in a bad mood. You know, one of my kids, whenever they get not enough sleep, they're like, there's a word in English, crabby. Like, crabby. Like, it's like not, you know, they're just, they don't handle themselves well. Like, you need sleep. Well, you, you can't say I'm going to work on not being angry and not getting enough sleep. You gotta take care. You gotta create that. You just can't have faith. You can't have faith. You're not gonna take care of your job. You're gonna start. You know, you're not gonna do a good job. Or you're gonna slack off on the job. You're gonna keep your job, or you're gonna sit home and do nothing and get a job. You can say I have faith. You gotta do it with proper effort. After that, Hashem will do what's best for you. Here's a challenge. And here is the challenge. Tomorrow you're listening. Yeah? With a serious face. This is what I'm telling you. This is the challenge. The challenge is we have to do all our efforts. We gotta take care of ourselves. We gotta work on Parnasa. But we gotta realize that all the bracha that happens from Hashem. So I told you if you, if you don't take care of your roof, what's gonna happen? Get a leak. Somebody told me they fixed the roof and the guy didn't do a good job. There's all kinds of money. Now he's in court. Right? You can get tempted for termites and the termites come. There's a million. You need Hashem's bracha. Now we have to remember that what we're doing is not guaranteed. Remember I mentioned to you before that some from people they say, oh, I take such good care of my health. You know? Your house looks beautiful. Oh, I make great effort. I get the best housekeepers and I use this kind of cleanser and this paint. And really that's true that's very important by the way it won't happen without that but even with all that it's a big zero without Hashem person say Baruch Hashem the house looks great Baruch Hashem maybe it's stolen Baruch Hashem Baruch that's right everything Hashem is but we gotta do our efforts but that's, that's challenging you know why it's challenging to make our own efforts put the time in I, what do you mean, Baruch Hashem? I go in the trouble 45 minutes a day. I eat just what I need to eat. Right? That's the secret, Mr. Sidoski. Hey, portion control. You know, big portions is very bad. No, that, that's, that's what they. Big twins of what? Okay. <laughs> What's it, Tuesday, 2 o'clock? Wednesday, 2 o'clock? Rabbi, how do you know? I know. That is so dangerous. Baruch Hashem. <laughs> It's all, it's all Hashem. It's all Hashem. It's all Hashem. Right? You see, like, the cameras are here? <laughs> I can't. I won't, no, Willow Bray. Willow Bray. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah, Baruch Hashem. Hashem is Although, jokes aside, I told my wife the other day she better drive a little bit more carefully in her turn. She was driving fine, but I just, I called her and she said, What do you mean? I just started making it right on Meridian. She said, What are you talking about? So I can see, you know, the camera faces on Willow Bray. Going that, I was on my office, I'm facing the cameras, I'm on the phone, I see her, I'm driving! <laughs> she said, You can see the street. I said, I can see all up and down, you can see Meridian. And can imagine how Shem looks at us. Um, but no, we can say, it's very hard to make all these efforts, you know, and feel. Oh, look what I did. You know, if you're an artist, if you're a speaker, and you work on your speech, you're an author, it's hard to remember it's all from Hashem. You're just a clee. 
especially when we spoke about last week, when you pick a job, you're picking your strengths. You know, when you pick your job, you're going to go with your strengths. So, you know the strengths, the, the, the nature of a person who picks their strengths is that he feels to them. You can't forget that their strengths came from Hashem and the fact that you still have them. You know, um, I heard about a very prominent rabbi who passed away a few years ago. He's an unbelievable orator, a great speaker. Till one day, his vocal cords gave. I, I knew a doctor, a surgeon in South Florida, was a very, very popular cardiologist. He was a professor, great cardiologist. One problem though, one day he had he had an accident with his hand. That was it. You gotta get you saying everything comes from Shemar. Now the challenge is we're obligated to do what's necessary to be successful, and we're also obligated to remember that it's all from Hashem, and that is easier said than done. A person does that, they're going to be successful. They'll be successful in getting God's bracha, feeling Hashem's bracha, and doing what they're supposed to do in this world. Everything is only If you have a field where you want to grow something, you've got to plow it. You've got to take away the thorns and thistles, and to plant. To water it, if you have water. The Yivtach lo habari spoke. But you gotta have see a farmer. You have to have faith that no bugs are gonna come, no pesticides. In California, what do you have to faith in right now? Gashem. You need rain. You can work all you day. There's no rain. There's no pro. There's no produce. Shalom and Pagaria worry about. Maybe there'll be uh, too much rain. Maybe there'll be an earthquake. No, it makes you, you know it's, that, by the way, that's why an agricultural society is easier to have a because you, you, you can, you, you feel the dependency on that, right? It happens to be wherever you are in the world, the rural areas are much more God-fearing than the cities, right? It's wherever you are, you can't let, 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 let uh, uh, the ground not be taken care of. Um, you got to make your effort, and then it comes from Hashem. Okay, we'll hold here. Right? We're learning is very important and challenging. But what, what, what the, the reality is, if a person does this correctly, even when they fail, they, when, they, when they don't fail, when they don't get what they want, you know it's all from Hashemayim, right? They know if, if, if they don't get the process, that's best with them. If they if they're not successful, right? Hashem is giving everything exactly what we need. If a person does not do what they're supposed to do, doesn't take care of their health, Hashem will still give us like that GPS what's best for us. But He could have given us perhaps more. How are we taking care of ourselves, or how we got the, that, that that that? It's never too late, but. Ultimately, our jobs is to make our efforts, but to know that ultimately all success comes from Hashem in every area, whether it's the paint on our house, the money we make, or whether our eyes work, our legs are healthy, everything comes from Hashem. And we live that way. We're constantly connected to Hashem. Okay, thank you. Have a good night.